Is that loud? Oh, these stupid headphones. We have to get a more professional start to the podcast. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. Um, it's a it's a podcast. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. Uh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. Oh, God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. My God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. What? What's up, 7-Up? So, I was telling you earlier this morning, I go for a walk every day, and I don't always go at the same time. Like, it's usually a two- or three-hour window at some point in those two or three hours. I'll put my headphones on, put on my shortened pants, and I'll go for a walk around my neighborhood for an hour or so. There's this guy I keep seeing now almost every single day but I see him in two or three different locations. Not like he doesn't move around every day, but he will be parked in one of these locations every single day. And he's just seat fully reclined in his Jeep and he's watching a movie, like holding his phone above his head, hmm. watching movies. I see. And I'm trying to figure out what this is all about. And I just, for the life of me, I like I start thinking, is this uh, a Willie Loman? type situation, Uh, you know, Arthur Miller's 1949 classic Broadway stage play, uh, Death of a Salesman. Of course. Where this guy I see, he's just like Willie Loman, fired from his job as a salesman, but his entire identity is that of being a successful salesman, and he can't bring himself to tell his family or his friends, Uh so he leaves the house every day like he's going to work, but he just watches movies in his Jeep all day. Is that what's going on? I like this. I think we should be speculating wildly over uh-huh. what this guy is doing. <laughs> I hope he's not laying there listening to this podcast and I'm walking by and all of a sudden we're making eye contact. That'd be weird. So it could be. Maybe he did lose his job, but he's uh, trying to save face in front of his family. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go another direction. Oh, boy. I'm going to say he's having an affair with a married person. Ooh. And he has to wait until that other person's significant other leaves the house. Oh, and then he gets the ping. Yeah, so he's sitting in his car watching a movie to kill time until he gets the notification that, hey, it's time for smooches. Oh, okay. I never thought about that. Oh, yeah. I have witnessed affairs, what I assume to be affairs, going on my walking route every day. Ooh, that's juicy. Yeah, like it's one day, (laughs) this was on a Saturday morning, and it's like 6.30, 7 o'clock in the morning. And I, this is a kind of a remote area. It's a park. There's a parking lot in there, but there's nobody around, no houses or anything. And I walk through this parking lot all the time, and I see one vehicle pull in. I see another vehicle pull in. The guy gets out of his truck. The woman gets out of her SUV. The two of them climb into the back seat of the SUV. Oh, my. Which I can only, I don't. maybe there's better leg room back there. I don't know what's going on. They're probably back there just... Reading books? Probably, yeah. Like, if you ever sat in the back seat of a car, quite often it's way more comfortable than the front seat. So that's probably, they were probably reading. I, yeah. That's definitely what was happening there. One thing I've yet to witness on my many dog walks mm-hmm. would be the aftermath of said adultery, where well, someone's getting like the clothes thrown out of a window oh. and 
That's what I, I want to witness that, but from a distance. I don't want to get sucked into that drama. Oh, no, no. But I want to witness it from a very healthy distance. Yeah, you don't want a front row seat for that. There's there going to be too many questions. and oh, There's too much uh, potential for shrapnel. I, I, I thought don't need to get close. You were going to talk about, because I live this as well. There's this church I cut through the parking lot all the time. Have I told you this? There's a huge church not far from my house. Okay. I won't say what denomination, um, but... I walk behind this church all the time, and it's big. It has a massive parking lot. And kind of where I see the guy watching movies in his Jeep, quite often on the ground along there, when I walk by, there's, they're not rubber gloves or rubber mittens, but they have no thumbs, if you know what I mean. I see. Just laying on the ground. It's like they just chuck them out of the car and like, beep, beep, see you later. Huh. And there's a preschool in that church, like kids are coming out and there's, I just see kids, whoa, slipping and sliding everywhere. Huh. Yeah. That doesn't seem like the ideal location no. to have these kind of activities. But that's the same area where sleeping Jeep guy is. Huh. This all ties into a thing. I don't know if it's an Edmonton thing or if it's just something I've just began to notice of the number of people that do often just sit in their cars outside of their houses or just on a street. Like We noticed this early pandemic. People were doing that. It's crazy. Like, I'll be walking the dog and every other car on the street has someone just sitting in there and then they're staring at you as you walk by. Yeah. It's, it's weird. I don't understand it. And because we keep weird hours, like you and I, our leisure time is like 11 a.m. till 7 p.m. Yeah. We, we are just out living in the city doing, it's, I don't know. It almost feels like we're retired. There's nobody else out there, but suddenly there is a lot of people out there and they're just sitting in your their cars, like you said, and they're not even doing anything. They're just sitting there. They what just is sit that? there and stare. Is uh, it private eyes? Ooh, maybe. This all ties into adultery for me. Yeah, it all goes back to adultery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it only makes sense. Or is it, this is another theory I have too. Is it because almost every, even though the, the pandemic is lifted and things are back to normal, except for here in this building where no one still comes to work. Mm-hmm. But the um, you're supposed to come to work, but people they don't just come. don't. They just don't come to work. But the is it because everybody's still at home and the other person is like, I can't take this anymore. I need some time to be alone. Ooh, that really could be it. Yeah. Like I need to get, yeah, the walls are closing in after two and a half years. Yeah, I can't sit here and listen to you eat celery anymore. So I'm just going to eat, I'm going to watch eight seasons of House on my phone in my Jeep. Yeah. Just to get away from your face. You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. I don't think we're in agreement on uh, how food tastes better when you put it in the freezer. And I'm not talking about eating frozen corn or something like that. No, some of these suggestions for foods that taste better frozen, I just, I don't understand the science why it's, a Dorito would taste better cold. It doesn't, you you keep thinking it gets rock hard. It doesn't, yeah, yeah. it just gets cold and it amplifies the flavor. I just worry my teeth are going to get chipped eating Doritos. Again, they don't freeze. They mm. just get cold. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. It's on the internet, where your Uncle Ron gets way too political. Do you want to talk about putting food in the freezer to make it better? That I will talk about. Okay, here we go. So I've often talked on this show about how you buy, like, the jar of, I don't know, roasted peanuts, whatever. Don't just put them in the cupboard. Put that jar in the freezer. And when you want some, shake some of those frozen peanuts into a bowl and enjoy. It's like the freezer heightens the flavor. 
I see. So you can already be eating disgusting peanuts. Oh, yeah, you eat peanuts. But but your recommendation is to make them hard as rocks. Mm, No, they just taste better cold. And all of a sudden, everybody's texting, have you tried putting Hawkins cheesies in the freezer? The answer to that question, yes, I have. What? Oh, yeah, because what you do is then you take the Hawkins, you shake a handful of those into the bowl, and then you shake a handful of your frozen peanuts into the bowl. It's a delightful, tasty sensation. Huh. Somebody else said, what about Doritos? Frozen? <laughs> frozen Doritos okay. are fantastic. That's from Susanna. Okay, I got to try that. Lost me on that one. I don't understand how it would make it better. Somebody else said, my husband makes toast, puts it in the freezer. What? Nice warm piece of toasty bread slathered in peanut butter, pops it in the freezer. Often I open the freezer the next day, he's forgotten his toast in there, but he doesn't like it if the peanut butter is drippy, so he cools it off in the freezer. I have a picture somewhere. (laughs) Freezer toast, everybody. Uh, I don't think I can connect the dots on that one. He toasts the bread just to freeze it. Yeah. Like, huh. you don't freeze it rock hard. You just cool it off a bit. It makes it taste really good. It, ta- it tastes like a summer snack. Somebody else said Cool Ranch Doritos in the freezer. Next level chip game. What? Okay. You know what? They need to rename the freezer. It needs to be renamed the Delicious Maker. Put that toast in the Delicious Maker. Put those cheesies in those Doritos in the Delicious Maker. That's what needs to happen. My mind is spinning. Uh. Doritos in a freezer? <laughs> sounds crazy enough that I might have to try it. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. The freezer, not just for food anymore. Well, it is mostly for food. It does tend to make your food even more delicious, we're discovering. All of us are doing it, apparently. Putting chips in the freezer, putting your Hawkins cheesies in there, your roasted peanuts. Somebody said Ruffles sour cream and onion chips in the freezer. Damn, it really brings the flavor out. Somebody else said, someone recommended frozen grapes to me. I tried it and lost all respect for that person. It was not my cup of tea. Are you kidding me? I was, and I feel bad now, it was at a friend's house. Whose house was it? And they had like frozen green grapes that they had rolled around in sugary water and then froze them. Took them to the next level. They were fantastic. Uh, Oh, Ben has a big brain. Listen to this one. While at work in the middle of summer, I will put a toque in the freezer overnight. In the morning, I take it out and put it on. It's like putting a block of ice on your head during those plus 30 degree days. It's super refreshing. Ben is the smartest person listening to this show right now. Thank you, Ben. Somebody else. I always get a big bag of popcorn... Okay, this is on the topic of putting your movie theater popcorn in the freezer. Apparently, lots of people do that. And it makes it even more delicious. This person says, I always get a bag of popcorn for my husband when I go to the movies. I even buckle it in in the back seat if I'm alone. I take good care of him and his popcorn. (laughs) It is weird when you use the seatbelt in your vehicle for non-human passengers... A few weeks ago, I got a bunch of beer here at work, some sea change beer, and all I had to take it home in was I had a paper bag, like a paper grocery bag, and I put it all in there, but it wouldn't stand up in my car, so I buckled it into the back seat. I put it in one of the passenger seats in the back, buckled it in, 
I felt like a deviant for some reason. I don't know why. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. A few minutes ago, I was talking about I had a bunch of beer and I just had a paper grocery bag to put it in. And it's the four packs. So they're very tippy ovary. And I was driving by myself in my car. So I took the bag of beer and I belted it in with the seatbelt in the back seat. And I felt a bit like a deviant doing that. I don't know what that is. It just didn't feel right. But I didn't want it flying off the back seat or something. What kind of crazy Tokyo drift driving are you doing? Mm, have you seen me drive home? It is pretty fast and furious. Wes said, I saw a guy on a motorbike yesterday with a 15-pack of old Milwaukee on his lap in Mill Woods. I think you're doing okay, Garn. Okay. Wow, that's some balance. I saw a guy walking home from the liquor store in my neighborhood with one of those... Um, those they're umbrella strollers like the combat co- collapsible stroller <laughs> he had he was pushing yeah. home a box of beer in an umbrella stroller wow and i don't know about that it looked weird hopefully his baby wasn't left in the beer cooler oh my god he, had he to should one. go back and look he had to pick one or the other sorry it's either you or the bent stick i don't have to change the old milwaukee's diapers Mm-mm. oh uh Sonic girl Andrea here, or Andrea. Andrea. Frozen Reese's peanut butter cups. Yes. Again, with the frozen peanuts. Anything with peanuts in it frozen is spectacular. We're, except for Bryce will not agree with this, but we just got talking about how the freezer, you put anything in the freezer and it just amplifies the good taste. Frozen Doritos, frozen Hawkins cheesies, frozen roasted peanuts. I just, I can't wrap my brain around the science that would make freezing Doritos make them taste better. I'm, I mean, I'm going to have to try it. Yeah. They're already a 10 out of 10 at room temperature, but apparently it goes up a notch when they're frozen. Uh, Glenn, let me ask you about your adult onset diabetes. I'll get to that in a second, but Glenn says, there's a store in Ontario that keeps two Snickers and two Mars bars in the freezer just for me. It's good for driving because less sticky fingers. Wow. So you're eating two Snickers and two Mars bars? That's interesting. Uh, that sounds judgy. It sounds interesting that a store puts that aside just for him. Like how often is Glenn coming in there and buying four chocolate bars? Must be a regular. He must be. You're listening to the Carter Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. I don't understand why there is so much hatred for Brussels sprouts. Why why did Brussels sprouts always have to eat their lunch alone in the school cafeteria? Because they're gross. Mm. Oh, no, when you cook them the right way, they taste like candy. No, they don't. No, no, I, I love Brussels sprouts, but I would never say they taste like candy. They stink up a house. They, they look do, gross. They do smell of farts, but other things smell of farts, too. Brussels sprouts... If we, they got lost and thrown into the sun, I wouldn't shed a single tear. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm trying to change my eating ways, and we've been talking about this on the podcast a little bit, but uh, Brussels sprouts, love those. I've been eating tons of cabbage. I'm enjoying cabbage. The one thing, though, that I keep bringing up in the podcast is my newfound, I don't know, maybe it's maybe I'm just getting reacquainted with pickled beets. I can't get enough pickled beets these days. It's my new favorite food. It tastes like candy. Uh, and I finished the one and only jar in my house last night. So now it's like a pickled beet drought in my household. And fortunately, I'm the only person who eats them. But 
I think we were talking about this in the podcast, and I want to give a shout out to my friend Brian, who lives down the street from me, who had an absolutely brilliant idea. We were sitting on my patio on Sunday afternoon, just having a beer, talking about our love of pickled beets. And he said, but do you ever uh, go to the bathroom and then, I have internal bleeding and you get all worried and you panic. And he suggested what you do if you eat a lot of pickled beets is you just leave a note for yourself or you write it on your hand and you just write, um, don't panic. You had pickled beets last night, Mm. which is a brilliant idea. Yeah. Have the sticky note at eye level above the toilet. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's not internal bleeding. (laughs) Don't worry. You're fine. You're just eating a lot of beets. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. No, I'm not going to try and convert you. I really don't care if you don't eat pickled beets. I don't. I'm not going to waste my energy trying to convince you that they're delicious. But it is alarming when you wake up the next day and you go to the bathroom. It's somewhat frightening. Actually, somebody texted and said, I had to go to the doctor one time only to realize it was because I ate a red velvet cookie the day before. Red pee is really scary. It is. And again, uh, my friend Brian from down the street, his idea, if you eat a red velvet cookie or if you eat pickled beets, just leave yourself a note near the toilet that says, don't panic, you had pickled beets. That is a good idea. Oh, we were talking about everybody's love for breakfast cereal and just how expensive it is. Like, everything's expensive right now. Everything. But there's something about cereal that's just gone to the next level. It's crazy. So we were talking about our passion for breakfast cereal. Somebody suggested this. Next level cereal enjoyment, put your cereal bowl in the freezer the night before. Even shreddies are sublime when the milk is frosty to the last spoonful. I can get behind this 100%. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. We were talking about that yesterday. Do you tell the people you know you love them? This, the man, I would say the majority of people do tell people around them that they love them. But then there was a lot of people who really dig in their heels on that. No way, man. Gross. A lot of people were like, no, you got to tell people you love. What if that's the last time? What is? What if that's the last thing you ever said to them? That was the number one thing. Yeah. You never know what could happen. You got to say it. But you said you would rather have your last words be, oh, I can totally swim across the North Saskatchewan. Watch. I can totally outrun a bear. In flip-flops. Yeah, I want those to be my last words, not... I love you. I wonder if anyone's last words have ever been, actually, hold my beer. Do you think that has ever been someone's last words? I could juggle a chainsaw. Uh, I'm really good with snakes. This is from Jana. Good morning, guys. Listen to the podcast from yesterday. You were talking about last words. My mom passed away while my brother was in Mexico. The last thing he ever said to her was, I'll bring you back a sombrero. So you never know. Family and friends, say it. Co-workers, though, eh, probably not. I don't know. I think that's a pretty beautiful last thing. That... I'll bring you back a sombrero. You're talking to... <laughs> See, that's what I like. Uh, I think it's funnier. It's more memorable. Sure. I think the, the Hallmark version would be the I love you. Yeah. Oh, I love you so much. But uh, the uh, last thing you actually say is I'll bring you back a sombrero. That's good. That's powerful. Yeah. Like you said off air, she must have really hated that sombrero. Oh my. 
Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Theme music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast enjoy old candy in a jar that's unlabeled. Mmm, mystery candy. <laughs>